So hello everyone and welcome to the Perspective Podcast with Diana and Lordship. And today we are privileged to have a wonderful, wonderful guest in our studios. I'm not going to introduce him. I'm just going to allow him to introduce himself and tell us what he does. So welcome so much, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is David Mamani, the Executive Director for the All of Africa Youth Network. Yes, the All of Africa Youth Network is a regional youth organization that uh, brings together young people within the East and the All of Africa region, all the way from Ethiopia, Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, Djibouti, Somalia, Somaliland, South Sudan, to be able to discuss some of the critical issues that are affecting the youth, but most importantly, are uh, opening up democratic spaces for youth engagement within the regional mechanisms. Okay, so Horn of Africa seems to be very passionate about the youths. Maybe you can tell us why you have decided to work with the youths and uh, if the youths are bringing the impact that is intended that uh, the Horn of Africa intended the youths to bring. Yeah, the Horn of Africa region, uh, it has a population of 200 million population. A half of the population are the youth. And we felt if the, this population is not is not effectively engaged, uh, the issues of issues of peace and security within the regions and also the countries within the region they are considered as fragile states. How do we make sure that we actively engage the youth in the issues of peace and security to address the to address issues that are affecting them uh, and also be part and parcel on negotiation peace mediations, but most importantly, how they can be able to effectively contribute. Uh, to the uh, to the well-being of the of, of their nations because we understand that as much as majority of the countries within the own of africa regions is actually youthful populations how do we make sure that we harness the talents the energy the creativity of these particular youths so that they can also be able to contribute effectively in their respective countries but also taking up the leadership positions because we cannot be able to complain that we we don't have opportunities when we when we sit back and see the, uh, the, the the region actually going in, in different perspective. So the role of the youth is very, very, is very critical in making sure that uh, uh, the issues that are being addressed, they also goes all the way up to the up to the the Council of Ministers and also the heads of state summits, so that we can make sure that we we engage our generations to be able to contribute to the things that matter most in our region. Okay, now uh, we are just coming to an end of our five-day summit where we have engaged youth from across Africa. And uh, the summit was uh, attended by the senior government officials, including the Minister of Defense, Honorable Eugene Malwa. And uh, I was just curious to know from your perspective as the organizers, as the partners and the sponsors of the summit, uh, do you feel where you sit from? Do you feel that uh, we have uh, managed to achieve the objectives that was set up uh, for the summit? Yes, that's a good question. Yes, from where I sit, um, yes, we brought together young men and women uh, from different uh, countries, from different countries mm -hmm. within the East and the All of Africa region. Uh, they were well represented from Somalia, the delegation from Tanzania, Kenya, huge delegation from Kenya, actually. We had youths from uh, Djibouti, uh, we had youths from uh, all the way to Burkina Faso. We were we had young, we were also joined by uh, youthful generations from the Pan-African Youth Union from Ghana. Uh, also in also in uh, in um, other countries that were represented as Uganda. To be able to discuss 
how we can be able to take the peace agenda forward. And also, I've forgotten the, the delegation from Ethiopia, where majority the focus is at this particular moment between the uh, the Tigray communities and the other regions in that particular in that particular country. So we have one of the key things that we wanted people to achieve in this particular conference is how best that we can be able to bring together and discuss the role of youth in the in the in the in peace and security within the regions, but most importantly, how these young men and women. Can be able to play a role in terms of making sure that there is cohesiveness and tranquility within within these particular regions, and most of the things that they have discussed is how, the role of the youth uh, in this particular process, how we can be able to engage different actors, duty bearers, uh, the, the governments, uh, the, the, the 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 regional mechanisms in making sure that the issues of peace and security is very is, is very key and very paramount. We also focused on the resolution 2250. And the role of the youth in making sure that we popularize and domesticate the issues, the issues of resolution 2250, which is very, very, very critical. The entire region, since the document was uh, was adopted, uh, it's actually sixth anniversary. We are celebrating the sixth anniversary, so we were taking stock. How far are we in, in peace-related process? But Kenya was also very, very strategic to host this particular summit because. Most recently, Kenya got to sit in the two-year term of non-permanent seat at the United, the United Nations Security Councils. What will be the role of youth in making sure that Kenya holds the region together, in making sure that they, 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 we, have a, they, we are moving from fragile states to more peaceful, stable countries within the region? Also, we had a commitment in making sure that we popularize the eager youth policy that we have been working within the region that can be able to give young people space and opportunities for people to engage at the at the eager level. We were also uh, had a commitment in making sure that we develop a regional action plan. How do we move from here? Yes, we hosted high-powered delegation that you you have mentioned. Uh, some followed uh, on 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 digital virtual virtually, and also with the support from Save the Children. We wanted to make sure that we come up with a, a realistic, uh, uh, smart, uh, a regional action plan. That when we meet next time, probably during the Inter uh, International Peace Day on 21st of September 2022, we can be able to take stock and, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and get to know how far are we in terms of making sure that we address the issues of peace and security. And also on the five pillars from partnerships, prevention, uh, participation, what will be the role of these young men and women when they go back in their respective countries. We also uh, uh, brought in the aspect of the National Youth Councils and we discussed extensively and conclusively how the National Youth Councils can also play a very, very important role in terms of uh, youth peace and security agenda in their respective countries because they, they, are, they, 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 are, they are the bridge between the youth and the governments. And by, in the spirit, they are considered to be the, the official voices of the youth. How do they make sure that they, are, they, they, they engage government effectively in this particular process? In terms of, uh, the, you mentioned about the aspect of conflicts, the conflicts, the conflicts, the conflict and peace. It goes hand in hand. And actually from this particular summit, we, we also address the issues of land as a natural resources that makes many countries to be able to go into war. Because if we don't address the issues, because we need people to address the root cause of conflict, and the majority of the root cause of conflicts, even in Kenya, is land. If the issues, the question of land is addressed, 
it means that we can be able to move forward, we can be able to use our resources, minerals that we have, and the continent is, is actually considered as a young continent with, with many natural resources. How do we make sure that we address the issues of cross-border areas to make sure that we actively engage the youth, the borders, how are they safe? A young person who is, who is, who is fishing in Mijinko, a young person who is in, uh, in, 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 the city, in the city of Congo, how are they trading in these particular border areas? So those are some of the things that we, we, we critically look at and we are looking forward to look to work with governments, uh, create some allies who can be able to support this particular process. And the communique that we came out with uh, from the summit, we of course will be reaching out to government officials to hand it over this particular communique, not just for the handing it over, but also to make sure there is tangible discussions that is being done in that particular perspective to bring the youth agenda in the regions with the seriousness that it serves. Uh, I'm glad you've talked about some communique that came out of the summit. Maybe briefly you can just touch on some of the areas that you feel this communique uh, is going to impact uh, maybe in government policies or, or how CSOs can engage with the government to ensure that peace and security is maintained in the Horn of Africa. Yes, one of the key things that we realize that majority of the, of the governments, apart from the Ethiopian, who have the ministry responsible for peace and security. Majority of the governments, they, 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 they have the, the issues of peace and security is just hanging in the Ministry of Interior and Coordination or Ministry of, of uh, Internal Security. But many times that we substitute, we are not very critical in terms of developing policies. When the war occurs in, in Somalia, the, 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 these, these ministries are very critical. But the, what they normally do, they don't bring the, the young people into dialogue discussions, town walls on these particular areas. They, the, the government actually they have mentality that the, the only way of ending war is to buy weapons. But how can we make sure that we start now revising our policies and to make sure that we, if we don't have the youth peace and security policy, how do we engage with government responsible to make sure that we have peace and security policies that can be able to tie it up with the regional both, both the, the, the regional continental framework and also global frameworks to make sure that those issues are anchored and there is a structured way. And from the conversation, actually, there was young people who were saying, can we have an advisor, a domestic in the Ministry of Defense, so that he can be advising the Ministry of Defense that this is point we don't need weapons, but we need to change this particular policy so that we can make sure that we bring young people on, the, on this particular process. But most importantly also the role of the civil societies and the national youth councils. One of the key things and critical things that came out from the, from, from the summit is how we be able to strengthen the capacity of the national youth councils and also the, the civil society-led organizations so that they can be able to, to, to not only doing uh, advocacy, but also how they can effectively be empowered how they can be able to monitor highly warnings, how they can be able to monitor the, the, the peace-related issues in, in their respective areas, so that they can be able to ad, uh, adequately advise the relevant authorities as the issue, the, this particular area as a problem, uh, amongst other things that would want to be able to enhance the role of the youth, so that it's not that we, we are just invited, but how do we also open up spaces as young people, so also the government to come and listen to us, not the other way around, that we are invited to be able to attend the meetings, but how do we make sure that we, we, we engage the government so that they can also address the issues of peace collectively, both at the country level and the, and the, and the, and the regional level. 
Okay, and I'm so glad that uh, Horn of Africa, in partnership with the Save the Children, are working hand in hand or closely with the National Youth Council. Now, National Youth Council represent the youths, and uh, this message from the summit, how do we ensure that through the National Youth Council, it is cascaded down to the youth in Busia County, to the youth in uh, Kisi County down in Nyakemincha, to the youth uh, in uh, Kilifi County, because uh, not all the youths, I believe we were represented, but not all the youths were here. Now, from here, what's the way forward? How do you ensure that this message goes down to the ground, where the impact is really felt on peace and security? Yes, we discussed that critically, and that's why I see that the role of National Youth Councils in, in the all member states and partner states, it's, it's very, very, very critical. <clears throat> and we did agree from the summit that this information should be able to we, we need people to utilize all the available mechanisms and infrastructure and structures that exist to make sure that young people who are not privileged to be to be in Panari in Nairobi, there are are issues and the interests they sleep soundly, making sure that that the, their issues have been addressed. But the, there is also feedback mechanisms. To mention a few of the countries like Uganda. They have already mentioned that they, they will be reaching out to the minister responsible for youth affairs, the minister responsible for internal security, and also the, the entire structure of the of the National Youth Councils to make sure that the young person who is in the northern part of Uganda, who is in Karomajong, who is in in, in Entebbe, who is in uh, in Kambala, they are they get to, to get to get to know the, the, the deliberations that happened from the summit. A young person from Djibouti. A young person from Ethiopia, all the way from Ayeritina, all the way to uh, Amara region, all the way from, to, to, to Arisababa city, to make sure that the issues, the issues that have been discussed here, we are using that particular infrastructure to make sure that our young men and women, they are aware of the conversation that is going on and how they can be able to plug in. Of course, we, we appreciate the tools of 21st century. We are also enhancing to make sure that we are creating a platform where young people can be able to participate digitally. So probably in the, both now and both at the current and also in the future, we're also looking at how we can be able to leverage the power of ICT to make sure that we engage as many young people as possible. And that's why we are partnering with the different stakeholders like the Minister of ICT and, and uh, the, the, the Deputy Minister or the Chief Administrative Secretary, she was here to affirm that commitment that we are working together to make sure that the issues of youth, they are actually addressed. Okay, and Buanamomani, uh, there are some factors that lead to peace and uh, security conflicts uh, across Africa. And one of them that has been identified as being a leading factor is uh, issues of climate change, which depletes uh, natural resources such as water, our rivers are drying up, uh, we cannot uh, have or uh, produce enough food to, to feed the whole of Africa. And these are some of the factors that lead to uh, issues of peace and security. Uh, just coming from the five-day summit, uh, in this communique that you have uh, just told us that uh, has uh, been, uh, is a product of the summit, do we have issues uh, on how we can address matters of climate change and climate change-induced conflicts across Africa? Yes, as I said earlier, Tatu, land was one of the key things as which was identified. And you see, if, 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 the, if, the, if the issues, if there is war, uh, in this, in the in the countries, it means that in terms of productivity will be able to go down, and Africa is known, and probably in the next ten years to come, 
the entire world will be looking for Africa for to to feed. Actually, they will be looking for uh, for uh, for Africa to feed them. So if there's persistence of war, it means that in terms of product productivity is going to decline. What is happening if you go to a region in South Sudan called Rumbek? There's enough rain. That particular community can be able to feed it in their continent if there is stability in that particular area. But because of interest of the natural resources, uh, the issues of uh, the the issues of uh, of, 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 of uh, of armed conflicts in those particular areas, it affects even the aspect of people to participate effectively in the issues of in the in the issues of of, of climate change that affect the, the the communities in terms of contributing effectively. We have also seen across border areas these are resources. How do we mitigate the conflict so that we can be able to bring peace and stability in those particular areas? Because there is also polarized borders in our respective regions. Kenya most recently was saying that they want to be able to to, to put up uh what do you call it? They, 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 they want to have like um they want to fence. <laughs> the other region also want to fence. It's because of it's because of resources. And by doing so, the, there is aspect of uh, peace and climate change actually goes in early. Uh, and that's the reason as well we want to make sure that we work with young people, especially across border areas, to make sure that we reach as many young people as possible as we protect the resources. How do we also make sure that we are protecting our environment to make sure that we promote peace and stability in, the, in our region, especially on the border areas? Okay, and there's a young person out there right now listening to us who is wondering, uh, this Horn of Africa, how do I engage with them? How do I become a part of uh, what they are doing, their initiatives? So maybe briefly you can just tell us how Horn of Africa works and how the young person out there uh, at the grassroots level can uh, impact or uh, add his voice to the initiatives by Horn of Africa. That's a very good idea. Actually, I want to I want to share this information to the young people within Kenya, the region uh, and the region at large. That um, yes, the all of Africa is here for you, uh, to work with you, to make sure that these underlying issues they are addressed from climate change, from the youth unemployment, the issues of youth and migration, so that the people migrate to different areas because of alternative uh, livelihood. That we want you to make sure that we are here for you to make sure that we bring the interface. Of the youth and also the the, 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 the partner states to make sure that they, there is a conversations and also uh, an, 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 an environment where young people can be able to engage effectively. We have our social media platforms, our Twitter handles, the Facebook page is very, very active. Maybe you can share them. Yes, the, the All of Africa Youth Network, where you follow us, you'll be able to see very beautiful pictures and also you can also follow the, the outcome of the summit. Uh, we also are, we are also in Twitter. Uh, we're also in uh, in Instagram. Uh, kindly follow us so that you can make sure that you you can engage us. If you are in, in an organization organized group, uh, go to our website. There is a place where you, you 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 they ask you become a member. There is a form that you can be able to fill. And as well as you can also reach to us in our email address info at onofafricayouthnetwork.org. You can we can be able to address your concerns and your issues. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, sir. And. Um... Maybe before I give you a chance to give your parting shots, uh, I'll just like to say thank you for uh, always championing the rights of the youths and the spaces of the youths. And uh, maybe we look forward to working or engaging uh, more with Horn of Africa. So I'll just give you a chance to give a parting shot to the youths of Africa. Tell them maybe 
what is in your mind and or what you think can be done to create an impact now that we say we are the present and we are the future. So thank you very much. My passion to the youth of the continent is that uh, every generation, they are called to make a difference. And as we go in the Christmas holiday, the question that we need people to ask and also reflect, if the history was to be written today, what lesson, what, what, what they read about you? So each and every young, young person is called for to make a little impact in your respective communities to make sure that we uphold the, not only the issues of peace and security, but also to mentor and also to make sure that we work with young people to create a difference in our societies. And all the policies that are being developed, they are actually being developed for our generations. And I was having a conversation with different uh, actors and different stakeholders from different countries. How do we make sure that, and also we are visualizing a continent that, that all of us, we see that the, the Africa we want, we want a continent where there is equal distribution of resources, there is equity, but most importantly, there is also spaces for youth engagement. So any young person where you are, you have a, a responsibility to make sure that you are holding peace, but most importantly, to make sure that we contribute for the well-being of the youth in our respective member states. Uh, thank you so much, Bana David Momani, for joining us today in our episode of Perspective Podcast. I'd just like you to repeat after me. Uh, in Perspective, we have a slogan that says one planet, one chance. So maybe you'll just tell us that because we only have one chance to protect and uh, stand for our planet. One planet, one chance. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That has been Perspective Podcast with Dana and Lordship. We hope uh, you'll join us in our next episode. Thank you so much and uh, have a great day. Thank you.